0: A very good morning. On behalf of Teach Six Thirteen, we welcome you to take ten for Talmud. B'bekama kuf gimel b'bekama one o three a pagination is two o five, starting from the Mishnah, the bottom quarter of the page. Hagozalas chaveros pruta. A person stole from his fellow the value of a pruta. A pruta is the minimum value that we work with in terms of calling it value. Doesn't mean that you're allowed to steal less but it's an item of value. V'nishpalo, and he already made an oath that he didn't steal it. So this puts him in a more precarious situation. He's got more required of him in order to do tshuva. In general, there's a mitzvah, V'hesheves ha-gazela asher You have to return that which you stole. And because he made an oath, he needs, as the Gemara explains, a very specific kapara. He needs an atonement to really get him through in the tshuva process. Whereas, in other cases, it is possible that if the person doesn't need a kapara, in such an extent, and he didn't make an oath, it is possible, at least according to some sheetas, that he notifies the owner that he has the item, and that may be sufficient in certain cases. In any case, in this case, the person is Gozel v'nishpa. He stole, and he already swore to deny it. Some point out that as a result, the person is not going to come back with any expectation that he's going to pay up because they feel that once the guy swore, that's it, he'll never agree. And therefore, Yolichenu acharov lamodai. He has to bring it back to the owner. He has to travel and make sure that it reaches the owner in order to have his tshuva, even to a distant country. Lo lo giving it to the son or the messenger is not going to be sufficient. Avonosen nosen there is an allowance in order to make the tshuva attainable, that if he gave it to a shliach bezdin, to the shliach of the court, that that would be considered sufficient on his behalf of having returned it. It's a discussion what exactly that accomplishes and what does the shliach bezdin do with it. But there is a certain allowance so that people can do tshuva, the immeis, and if the person who was stolen from died, you would be allowed to return the item to his inheritors, and that would be considered a return. Now, this discussion is very specifically by a gozel, a person who stole, that means open robbery, known stealing and he made an oath to deny that he did it. And that's why this is very harsh and very clear that you have to bring it to him all the way to a different country if you want your atonement. What about other cases? If a person, for example, is a Ganov, he did the theft privately, and he notifies the owner whenever you're in town, I have $100 to give you that belongs to you. Or a mazik, a person who damaged him in some way. A person who borrowed money and then never paid back. Now he wants to pay back. Is it sufficient to notify the owner of the money and say, Whenever we meet up next, I'll give you the money. Or would this obligation to give it to him, to get it to him, wherever he may be, still stand? So, on the one hand, it's not a gozil. He's not stealing Vinishbalo and he made an oath to deny it. On the other hand, we have a question, if there is indeed a takonas hashovim, a special takona, to be more lenient on the person because we want him to do tshuva, a person who borrowed money, not necessarily an issue of trying to enable him to do tshuva. Theft was a way of life that was such that there's a takana sashovin for such a person because we're afraid he'll never do tshuva. He'll say, I want to do tshuva, I heard a good speech about being a good Jew, and I'm never going to steal again. And his wife might very well say, Uh, I'll laugh on you. If you want to do tshuva, you're going to have to dig deep into your assets to return everything and make amends. And that little bit of discouragement as the story is brought is enough to discourage a thief from doing tshuva. So if we go on record, no, you do tshuva, we're going to try to make it easy for you. Um, According to some sources, we actually encourage people to be mochel, to forgive, so that he doesn't have to pay back if indeed he's doing a correct tshuva and he's not going to steal anymore. So we're dealing with the question, in order to make amends in different areas that you owe money, do you have the obligation to travel to return it, or is it just an issue of notifying the person, and whenever you'll meet up, you'll be able to give it back? This is compounded by another consideration, which is worthy of discussion as well, if the location of either the person who's owed the money or the person who owes the money if their location has changed, if one of them changed, the other did not change, what happens if someone accidentally takes someone else's bag and takes it to a different country? So now he sends a message, sorry, I have your bag. Uh, Is that enough? Or he has to bring it back maybe to the place where the other person lives or maybe at least to the place where he took it from. What happens if the other person leaves? Can he simply return it to the place where he took it from? Or does he have to get it to the person in his new location? Yoluchenu achar of L'madai, the demand of our Mishnah, is very far-reaching and we would need to know when that requirement applies. A good starting point in this endeavor is the Pischei Choshen, Perek Dalid, Dalid, in Geneva, where he writes, chayev labaylim. A thief or someone who stole, whether it was done openly or in private, they do not have the obligation to bring the item to the owner wherever he may be, He went out of town. You don't have the obligation to follow him. You simply notify him that the item is in your hand and you're prepared to return it. And this is because no oath was made. But if initially the person was confronted about the theft and he swore to deny it, that's the case of stealing. That's brought in our Mishnah, Hagozel Eschaveru, that he stole openly, and then he made an oath. Then Chayev Achar Lemafilu he's obligated to pursue the owner of the money, even to a far off country overseas, Ulahachzilohem to return the item to the owner and if you gave it to a messenger of the person you stole from, he says, you can give it to so-and-so, he's coming to my country, I'll consider that a method of return. Or if the bezdin made a designated messenger and you gave it over to that person, or to bezdin itself, that is sufficient, And this, as we mentioned, works with the effort that we're making certain accommodations in order that a person should be able to do Teshuvah. Yeshe Koach, thank you for joining